Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Hey there, before we got started, I wanted to share with you all a new service that I'm offering. It's called Design Refresh. And this is an opportunity for you to pick my brain, ask an interior designer to take a look at your space um, from a holistic approach using feng shui and reading of energy. I am creating a podcast from these sessions, so we will take a look at your space. Uh, This is perfect if you're stuck with not knowing how to move forward, not knowing what direction to take a certain room, how to use a room, if you're stuck trying to configure a color palette or just trying to figure out what type of flooring to put in or how to configure the room. You can sign up for a design refresh on my website at bewitchingthehome.com. Just go down into that menu and look up Design Refresh to sign up. They are first come, first serve. And like I said, they will be a podcast session episode here, which I will be airing. So look forward to meeting all of you and getting into your spaces. Hello, I'm Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space through holistic interior design and magic. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, where we discover new concepts, meet creatives, and conscious businesses that contribute to creating an enchanted home filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for us, our families, and Mother Earth, a home connected to our highest vibration that brings us balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Hello, welcome back to Bewitching the Home. Today we have a design refresh uh, with JP and I'm super excited to take a look at his space and the little challenge area that he's got. So before we start that, we will light a candle to get us into the present moment, connecting with our spirit guides, higher selves, all of that. You know, when we're connecting with our spaces, it's so... um, so sacred and so I like to just honor that aspect of it so I've got a beautiful beeswax candle from Mithras I'm going to ring our bell to call in again just the spirits and creating space to be present in our moment and then I would like to pull a card so I am pulling from Ink Witch Tarot which is a fantastic um, deck by Eric Male and he's done some really cool watercolor art so um we're gonna pull from from his stack and he's an artist out in oklahoma which i met on instagram and i just really connected with his energy and what he was creating and i'm reading all the cards right side up so we've got the three of swords and the three of swords comes in whenever we're needing a shift a change um some healing in the heart space 
which I think is really beautiful because we're working in the southeast corner of JP's room, which is actually the love corner. So I would like to infuse a bit of um, love into that space and we'll talk about how we can do that. Um, so yeah, it's like really the, the heart space is opening up. It's, it's connection with healing. And so we'll, we'll dive into that, that area. Very cool. So I'm going to just keep that out for us to have as our sort of our, our corner card. And then I am going to share what I'm nourishing myself with because I always like to incorporate the water element and it's a Saturday. So I've got uh, Nova kombucha and it's the alcohol version and it's cactus fruit agave and jalapeno. So I'm having a little kombucha party over here. JP, what All do you right. got? Uh, I'm drinking coffee out of my nice. Japanese weather symbol mug. Awesome. So, yeah. And do you um, collect mugs as well? Um, no. I just, okay. I, if I see a mug that I like, I'll drink out of it. it. <laughs> we were just yeah. talking ahead of time that JP is a big collector of several things. Um, and we'll get to see that in, in some of the photos, which is really cool. All right, so tell me about this space. Tell me about um, your home and what does it mean to you right now and, and the space that we're gonna be working in. My house, I love it. Um, I bought it four years ago, almost four years ago. And it's uh, it's in Los Angeles. It's uh, about 100 years old. It might be 110, I'm not quite certain. But it's it was made by a man. It's made out of Arroyo stone. Um, it's a wood frame. And then he dragged by mule these massive stone from uh, the Arroyo Seco River and built this house. And there's a quite a few stone ho homes up where I am. I'm in the close to the foothills of the Angeles National Forest. And when i saw it i was just i fell in love with this house it's small it's perfect for me um my girlfriend's the only other person who really spends a significant amount of time here and um i it's been a heck of a uh a bite to chew off um as my first home just because of the complications of and limitations of what you can do to a house of that's made of this material there are some challenges with the amount of light there are because the the living room which i had sent you photos of there used to be a big window here and okay. the entry room which i also sent you a photo of used to be the exterior of the house and then probably 60 70 years ago someone covered it and it became an entryway sunroom kind of scenario. So now I only am getting light in this room from the north side. And I guess uh, a little bit from the entry room through the doorway. So therefore the southeast corner is dark to me and feels... Um, just aesthetically, it feels top heavy and uh, there's a, a built-in shelf system that someone constructed and all the wood elements 
in the house are made of oak, which is when I think of oak, I don't think I'm going to be a fan of oak. Yeah. But there are also these amazing California live coast oak all over this area. And there's a massive oak on this property. So I've developed a new appreciation for it. And it's it's beautiful if you stain it right and, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the mantle... It's so the stone of the house is also the fireplace and the chimney and all that jazz. And the mantle goes all the way across the fireplace and then extends over to the wall. And A, that seems pointless, but maybe okay. it's a good thing. I don't know. Um, but it just slices that corner up when it there could be something vertical there, light and vertical or nothing and that's where i'm having trouble okay uh i'm gonna share what the heck's going on i'm gonna share my screen here so that we can look at this space and you know i was just looking at the card and stuff and i was like oh my gosh i said southeast you're in the southeast corner and that's actually the money corner so take back what i said earlier today so we're we're in the money space versus the love space in this corner here um, okay, so with this fireplace, that, that mantle was the first thing that I noticed as being a block. So are you mm-hmm. down for like removing that? I am. I mean, it, those, it scares me a little bit, I'll be honest. But yeah, I'm up for whatever. I'm up okay. for ditching the mirror. I'm up for putting a big piece of art there instead. Yeah. I, I have a l- larger piece of art that's going to go behind my couch where this... Okay. Russian space propaganda is yeah okay so yeah so my and I love the stone the fireplace is gorgeous so I definitely would take at, take off the mantle if not cut it back to where it would just be equal on each side just like you know maybe four mm-hmm. inches off on each side on each side there um I would take down the mirror as well and do a piece of art there I feel like it just it's so choppy and compartmentalized it it's kind of funky yeah. um you got like a little basket to the left of the sofa. Is that for like blankets or magazines or what's the purpose of the? There's no purpose for it right now. Okay. So what I'm wanting to do is really give some air and some space to that. Cause you had mentioned it being a little bit dark in there. And so I really wanted mm-hmm. to un, um, Oh, do you mean the one next but- to the fireplace? Um, no, but I was going to ask about that oh, too, because that has firewood in okay. it, right? Correct. The empty one. Yeah, there's no purpose okay. for it. Okay, so basically what I want to do is move that out of the space and pull your sofa over closer to that mm-hmm. doorway so that we're releasing okay. some air there. And then the mm-hmm. basket with the firewood, is that there because you use that firewood for the fireplace? And then that is that how you store your, your wood? Yes, it also doesn't need to. It doesn't need to be there. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so I would. I don't. Move I don't that use the fireplace as, well. as much anymore. So. Got it. Okay. okay, so I would move that out just to again relieving some space in there, and then mm-hmm. the fixture, the bookcase, the mobile bookcase that's in there, which is a really cool mm-hmm. um, piece, and I like to use those in a lot of mid-century homes. Is that? That was an afterthought or someone else put that in there? It's not something that you did? No, someone else did that. Okay. 
Um, it's really cool. I We could do one of two things. We could utilize it. So basically, we're going to take out the mantle, create something mm-hmm. shorter, remove the mirror, do a smaller mm-hmm. piece of art that's probably six inches on each side of the fireplace. So it's smaller than the actual fireplace because right now it's overbearing. And then mm-hmm. if we wanted to keep that shelving unit, um, I would take out that little side table, take out the lamp, and just create a really beautiful curated bookcase with that and then you can put mm-hmm. your a collection of what of sorts and I would when it comes to collections it's really beautiful to bring like all things that are alike together mm-hmm. and create mm-hmm. something there we could also do like a light fixture hanging from the ceiling that would act as your table lamp but it would be suspended mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be as heavy and by pulling that sofa over you would have some space for it to kind of just float there and that would give Mm -hmm. you light in that corner. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing is you could just do a gorgeous light fixture without having any of that stuff there. Do something that's, um, you know, you said your home was built in the 1900s, like about a hundred years ago, 1920s maybe. We could find like, you could find like a vintage chandelier light fixture that's, you know, dramatic and big and just create, almost like a piece of art sculpture with light Mm -hmm. in that corner and not have any of the bookshelves and any of the other stuff there. Mm -hmm. And then that would just give purpose to that space. It would give you some relief. It would give some airiness to it. And then you're going to add one piece of art to the left of your sofa. Is it pretty Mm -hmm. large? Like a horizontal piece? Yeah. It's yeah. It's a horizontal piece. Yeah. And then I would just like lower I would lower it down so it's probably like eight inches off the back of the cushion. So probably like mm-hmm. four inches lower than where the current piece is now, just to drop it down a little mm-hmm. bit, depending on mm-hmm. how big it is. Um, and then add like a couple pillows. I know you have a throw that's folded up. I would like to just see a throw kind of just in the corner. And I would do the corner to the mm-hmm. left toward the door. Put like mm-hmm. two pillows there and then do one throw pillow in the corner if you're going to have that beautiful mm-hmm. light fixture. And then that's okay. it. It's like just makes this beautiful, dramatic piece there. And I and I see that you have other collections and maybe we put the collections, you know, and, and you've got other places. You showed me the other rooms and I can share those. Yeah. So you've got like plenty of space to to show the collections. And same thing in the current room with that corner glass mm-hmm. piece. So I would just, I would really want to create just like a really dramatic art, sort of an art corner with light mm-hmm. and keep it simple. What do you feel about I all think, that? I mean, the the hanging light is something I had thought of. Cutting the mantle is something I've thought of. I just don't want to mess it up, you know? But yeah. it doesn't yeah. sound like I can. I mean, it's just wood. It's just, it's not like I'm, you know, You're not tearing down walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really just about pulling that off, saving the beautiful stone. And then if you get a master craftsman or somebody that really knows what they're doing with wood to create, you know, a really pretty mantle, or you could even find um, like a reclaimed piece of wood that they create mantles from. If you wanted to keep mm-hmm. in alignment with like that California oak um, mm-hmm. idea and, and putting a different spit on it, having it be a little bit more organic looking. Versus like the 80s. Mm-hmm. I've always see that oak and I always think of like the 80s. And, um, and I oak know. is coming back, but. <laughs> I'm guessing that somebody re- did this, especially the mirror 
stuff in the 80s, early 80s. It looks so. like it. I mean, it just has that vibe to it. Um, yeah. Oak is coming back. I, I love Oak in the uh, more natural, not so honey, not so yet orangey flavors yeah. and not shiny, but more of like the matte, like the whitewashed Oak is really pretty. Um, sure. But yeah, I just, I think having something a little bit more organic, smaller, and just opening up that space and creating something really dramatic in there because I'm looking at your space and there's not one thing that's like, you know, being highlighted or being like the focus. And I think also having like that piece of art that's going to be there, it's just going to really create a beautiful curated corner that's going to feel good. And it's Mm -hmm. not going to, it'll still have that coziness because of the light that you're putting in there, but it's not going to feel like Mm -hmm. you're in, you know, you're closed in. Got it. And that's comes from the top heavy aspect Mm -hmm. of it. You think? Yeah. Yeah, the the top heavy and then that mantle again, it's like coming all the way across. It just cuts that room. It's it's a lot. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, and the stuff that people have, I mean, uh, again, this is my first house, so the things that people have done over the years and the cheap things that people, you know, they go to Home Depot and they think, "Oh, well, these are the choices I have. So that must be all the choices that exist in the world." Yeah. It's like, "Well, no, if you think about it a little bit (laughs) you can do something really interesting but um just with nicer materials you know exactly so exactly would you is are there any other materials for the mantle that you would do besides wood or would you stick in the wood zone i'm really feeling the wood zone just because of the stone that's there wanting to keep an alignment with the naturalness of it. I thought if, if, if we bring anything more modern, it's going to look out of place, kind of like what they did with this mantle now. Um, yeah, yeah, I just feel like there, there could be, yeah, it just feels more organic. Like it seems like something more organic needs to be there. Okay. And then for the piece of art above the fireplace, Mm -hmm. color wise, I like bright colors. What, would you do for something in that direction? I would stick with like oranges, the rest, maybe some yellow, like in those sort of, okay. if since you're talking about brighter colors, I would, I wouldn't do mm-hmm. red, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling more of like a rest orange, you know, yellow, um, scene over there. Do you, do you have something in mind that you're thinking of, or are you just kind of wanting to go on a, I don't. Hunt? Yeah, I can see something like a, almost like a vintage piece or like a vintage oil or like something kind of funky at, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe if you can go to a, um, a thrift store or um, something like that. Just something a little quirky is what I'm seeing there. Um, I'll have no problem with this, that, yeah. <laughs> I think you'll find something, definitely. Yeah. Um, and there's people that, which I really think is cool, is they'll take like a oil piece and they'll, like if it's like a, a lake scene, they'll like, um, paint like the Loch Ness monster in the in the water, sure. or they'll put like a spaceship mm-hmm. like in the sky. You know, like something kind of funky. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you you won't have any problem finding something a little kooky to stick there. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would embrace um, all that. Great. And our books. If I were to do the bookshelf in the corner. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a, a heaviness to that? I mean, obviously books are... Yeah, so basically what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to create some breathing room. So you can definitely have some books. So I would have some books lined up vertical, have a couple flat, but you don't want to fill the bookcase with books. Yeah. You're really curating 
a piece. So you're going to have things stacked. You're going to get some um, variation. And then you can always mm-hmm. incorporate, you know, art in there, figurines. Like I would maybe put some plants in there. Um, but mm-hmm. you're going to want to give it some breathing room. So like if I was over there, I would I would probably like the books that are at the very top, maybe take out half of those that are stacked up, mm-hmm. move the other ones over and then put maybe a smaller object versus the glass ball that's there. Mm-hmm. And then the next row, maybe have just like a box, like a really cool box um, there with a crystal or, or a, one of your figurines or um, any of those things that you found. So it's like two things. And then the next mm-hmm. row, maybe there's a piece of art that's leaning on the shelf there. And then there's like a plant and two more books that are just sitting on top of each other. So then you're just creating mm-hmm. these different layers um, without piling everything on. Cause the last yeah. thing you want it to look like, is like where you just like shoved everything on there and then it get, that's where it gets super, super heavy. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you've got a ton of really cool stuff and accessories that you can. And then the other fun thing is you've got a lot of things you can like switch things out, you know, like switch it yeah. up throughout throughout the, mm-hmm. the month or throughout the year and bring in mm-hmm. something else to highlight or you can curate it to where there's different themes and you highlight, you know, something um, that mm-hmm. particular month and it'd be really cool. Okay, great. Right. Well, I guess I'll be looking for a master craftsman. I know you come down to San Diego. There's a company called San Diego Urban Timber, and they basically take wood that it has fallen or that needs to come down because the trees have died, and mm-hmm. they will create furniture or they can make a mantle for you. Um, there's another resource down here called TH and H, and they have like wood slabs of wood, and they also mm-hmm. have like the brackets for the fireplaces. There might be one up in LA too. Um, oh yeah, there's yeah, there's a big one here. Yeah, so you can even just go take a look at what they have, and if they have a recommendation for somebody that can finish it for you and install it, uh-huh. um, it's a pretty easy installation. Um, and I don't know how handy you are about demoing that out yourself and how you feel about it, but um, you'll probably have to repair the drywall a little bit, especially with the um, the mantle and the, yeah. I don't know how they applied the mirror. They might have glued that on, so some drywall yeah. repair. Yeah. Okay. I know it's, it's um, sort of a project. It's a project, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid to do it for the size of the mantle. You would do smaller than the, the fireplace or no. wider. So wider. So I would do between yeah, four okay. and six inches off on each side. Got it. Okay. And then your, um, picture, whatever, art you do there i would take that in about six inches on each side of the um got it of the actual of the stone. edge of the mantle oh of the stone um, okay. i would i would do it of the stone because the stone is the bigger piece of it okay so you're gonna want so you're gonna be like cool. the art piece the mantle and then the fireplace got it okay great and so um, you'll have to send me some photos or of you demoing or what you find in your adventures yeah i will love to keep you posted on it and you know i've done so much to this place already but the living room is kind of like the last the last chunk yeah, so yeah, yeah um which i don't know why i mean it's the room i spend probably the most time, the most time. in so well that's why <laughs> yeah yeah 
we kind of forget about those spaces that we're in all the time. We just become blind to it and kind of, you know, put it off. And um, it's just one of those things that happens. And and that is your money corner. So I would, um, if you do the bookshelf or whatever, I would definitely like have a very healthy, beautiful plant there. Um, If you're into bringing in a light or whatever. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. If you can do... um, and I would still have some sort of light there, even if you're just doing like a single pendant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even if you yeah. don't do like the big piece, do something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would probably lean toward the light versus the shelving. The bookshelf. Yeah, that's my preference. Yeah. I think it would be much more dramatic. Yeah. And I think you can find something really yeah. cool that's big in that space. Yeah, and I need, I, I'm a lamp light person. I. I only turned the overhead lights on to take the photos. So yeah, um, I having something that can yeah be a soft but dramatic piece would be mm-hmm. perfect for for my eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just having that glow in that corner, I think, will be really rad. Okay, cool. Yeah, Great. so I'm excited for you. Thank you. I always welcome. trust your judgment. So. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see ya. Thank you. Great. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.